Hey, Scott. Hey. May the 4th be with oh, you. Oh, fuck off. This is, that doesn't even air. Like <laughs> Nothing about this is good. Today. I'm so mad. Today is several days after May the 4th. It's like a week after. And as we all know, I'm a stupid. massive Star Wars fan. Yeah. Massive. We both, yeah, we're both big wars heads. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, warsers. I'm pretty sure I've, I've heard that around. Yeah, that that's the word that all the kids are using. The yeah, Star Warsers. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, um, I had my May the Fourth brightened up uh, by by a fan who sent me a direct message. That's right, I direct message with my fans because. Uh, celebrities, they're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, local local celebrities. Yeah, uh, and I saw the first message was, you, your phone is shattered, by the way. Yeah, it's, definitely it's, just broke compu- phone. it's completely destroyed. <laughs> uh, the first message I saw was, may the fourth be with you. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to block this gentleman. <laughs> uh, but then I saw the next uh, message was a picture. So benefit of the doubt was given, and I opened the picture, and it was a picture of Princess Leia as a hot dog. Nice. <laughs> not as a hot dog. Oh. No, not as a hot dog. Not a hot dog not, with, not a with the bikini on it? Yeah, yeah, no. As an attractive canine. An attractive canine. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, oh, you got so lucky, buddy. When I saw that first <laughs> message, I was fixing to be pissed. <laughs> you almost got blocked. Yeah. But instead, uh, you're giving me a boner. I don't think I've blocked anybody. I've blocked a couple people of note, um, who m- mostly people who actively tried to get me canceled from professional wrestling. Ah, uh, that sounds right. Uh, or also just one specific bad wrestler who also covered up <laughs> bad things, and I didn't want to see anything related to him. Yeah, yeah, and man, I haven't even muted anyone, but that's because like muting for me is pointless because I don't actually read. Yeah, that's Twitter, true. So that's, that's true. fine. Yeah. But I, I yeah, haven't actually... I guess me saying this is inviting people to, like, <laughs> see how much they can do until your, I block them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's so true. that's probably not smart on my part, yeah. but uh, I, I think here if, we are. It's a lot of uh, pre- preventing people from tagging me in things is a lot of what I do. Yeah. Is if I just know that there's somebody that I don't like or I don't like their opinions. Yeah. Um, who, who could never tag you in anything good. Uh, yeah, or, or just... Out out to get me yeah so i uh, preemptively block them and then they can't do anything you know what else is out to get you the lamp monster oh no ah. uh is the, the wolf pack out to get me <laughs> well don't turn your back on him i'll say that that, that is fair um so uh, this is of course the worst year of our lives podcast yes i'm is. i'm drew that is Scott. That's Follow right. us on the socials um, at Syrian Softpaws at not Scott Henson. Also follow us on the social uh, Canada's version of the View of the View. Yeah, Scott, if you can name one person on the social, uh, no, I only mm. thought of racist things to call the Chinese one. I, that's the thing is, I can only think of the Asian one, but I can't yeah. tell you what her name is. A chi- L- L- Lainey Chickadee China, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. And Bare Naked Ladies uh, shout out too. Not is only the social, but Bare Naked Ladies. Is this that is, her name? This is the can this is the CanCon episode of uh, the worst year of our life. Guys, you know, as per Canadian law, thirty-five percent of all of our content must be strictly Canadian. Um, so we're gonna talk about the social for a while. I, I definitely this isn't the CanCon episode, but this is definitely the family friendly episode. Okay. Uh, because oh, is this the one that won't be tagged explicit? This is the one Cunt. This is the one <laughs> Well, there we go. Damn it, every time Every time. This is the episode after an episode where I've said something I regret. Oh so in order to counteract classic. me saying bad Andrew things. Douglas Smith wow. Emergency full, Apology. Full, full government name. name. Doxum. Wow. Um now everyone knows. Great. Um Have I given your new address yet? My, no. Uh, it's, so Can it's, I give your old address? Can I give your parents' address? No. <laughs> uh, so, to, yeah, it, it is partially me saying something, like last episode, saying the worst thing I was willing to say out loud on a podcast, to then me spending... It was pretty bad. Me spending the morning today... Regretting it? Before you got here, getting caught up on about a week's worth of crazy shit videos, mm-hmm. and just kind of really feeling awful about myself as a human being <laughs> so i decided like what if we just had a good hearted a sweet boy episode uh, a sweet sweet a sweet baby kento episode <laughs> where we do nothing but sillies and and mm. air kisses and we talk about how much we like to spoon and uh, we talk about may the fourth be with you <sighs> and i get to use uh you and i sex again i did like you and I um sex. But that that I mean, being I said, like I've seen that. I've seen some real bad things today, and I needed to cleanse my palate. Yeah. So I figured, um, how about I go on a po- the podcast and don't say anything racist? Well, we'll give it a shot. But uh, hey, we're five minutes we, in, and that for us, that's a win. We're ahead of the game. We, I'll certainly yeah. say that. We, but we still have that <laughs> that other eighty-five minutes. <laughs> Five, five, almost six minutes in, and so far we've only used one Chinese Chinese racist comment, yeah. and used the, the and used, one cunt and used cunt two one. cunts, three cunts, three cunts, four cunts. Four oh cunts. no, ah, it's ah, out of control. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? A, <laughs> and his name on Sesame Street is just the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, what is he from uh, England now? <laughs> you, you bloody cunt. Um, no, he's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? This is getting gave, tagged explicit. Gave yourself uh, no, the he's, fr- he's from Transylvania. So he used to be the count, but now he's the cunt because he got the surgery. Ah, yeah. The, the sur- No, not the surgery. Just some. Uh, sorry, he, sorry, sorry. He got a surgery. Some surgery. He got a surgery. The, the fi- surgery is very specific. He got a surgery to cure his mental illness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good. So, so how's your how's your resolution going so far? Look, I, five, six, almost seven minutes in now. <laughs> I'm. I think that we've. I think we've overachieved. <laughs> I think there will be people that see that see this and they go, "Wow, I can't believe that they went seven minutes without saying beep, without saying or a lot beep, or beep beep." <laughs> I think we should give them the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, the Nobel Peace Prize for science. How about the mini baby bell Peace Prize and you get a couple of nice little cheeses? Oh, I like some baby bells. You know what? This is not going to win me any friends either in this room or on the podcast. Don't really like them. That's, you know what? That's fair. Is it? Is it the texture? 
Is it's it, a little bit it, texture. Like that kind of Gouda is not my favorite cheese in the world. Hmm. I I'll like throw on a slice of smoked Gouda on a burger. Okay. I'm in. Sure. 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 But just like just a, just a big hunk of Gouda, not my favorite. Mm. What about what about a nice piece of mozzarella? I, I love a I love a mozzarella. Well, Absolutely. Uh, like the cheese sticks. Those are mozzarella, right? Yeah, but the, <laughs> but that's processed. But I, I, like, yeah. give me a give me a uh, mozzarella bufala. Bufala, delicious. Mm. Give I, me a burrata. I think a little bit of cream injected in there. The majority of those kind of cheeses, like the cheese sticks, cheese slices, They're, that that pre shredded shit, yeah. is like one chemical away from being plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, eating all of that stuff always makes me have to poop real hard. <laughs> yeah. Although, like, which I, is the opposite of what cheese normally does. Yes, cheese is normally a, a blocker. Up. Yeah, backs you up. It it coats your intestines. Is that what that movie Blockers is about? Does John Cena well, eat a bunch of cheese? Uh, he eats a bunch of cheese. He also butt chugs beer. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. I uh, I definitely have eaten more Baby Bells in one sitting than you're supposed to. Is there a recommend? Is there like I think the, I think does the, does the AMA recommend a certain? I think one maximum? one <laughs> is more one than is enough. enough. <laughs> but um, you know you can you can always have more than one. You could always have thirty five. I think I've had four in one sitting before, and it definitely made my stomach not happy. I was expecting more than four for your. I have seen for your top out. Not friend of the show Kelly Summers oh, eat Kelly. six or seven in like a five hour period. Yeah, I've seen him put away some cheeses. Yeah, he eats a lot of sure. he eats a lot of baby bells yeah. and he eats a lot of Seven Eleven hard boiled eggs. <laughs> I which, think he only did that once. Which is his preferred suicide. Yeah, I think he did that once. When it's time to go, it's a 7-Eleven How about uh, the number of 7-Eleven hot dogs you've got for free? Uh, guys. Guys. <laughs> I right Dudes now, and dude dogs. I am sitting on six free 7-Eleven hot dogs. Bonkers. How many been, points that is? That's twelve thousand two hundred and sixty. I've, points I've probably currently. contributed to at least half of those. I would venture to say you're more than half of those nice. points. Nice for real. All right, because you buy more than me. I'll take three of those, and hot I dogs. pretty much only go to Seven Eleven when I'm with you. That is true. That's because we got to go buy Papillons, but then they don't have them, so then you have to go to the Circle K as well as the Seven Eleven. Yes. But it's worth it for Monster Papillon. Yeah. Perhaps forever sponsor of the podcast? Until it disappears and we can't get it, but it's in every store in the United States and they don't even buy it there. And they're already bored of it? Yeah. Do you know how good you guys have it? You motherfuckers. Just, it's an embarrassment of riches. I was, I was like so nostalgic like two days ago for just... I didn't even... At this point, I didn't even care about the end goal, which was driving to Seattle for wrestling. I just wanted to, like, do a Seattle drive and just get a bunch of shit food along the way. Sonic, good Taco Bell. Yeah, good gas stations. Good gas stations with the uh, variety of better energy drinks and, yeah. and sodas. Shout out, to the, shout out to the Shell on uh, exit 232 off I-5. I miss that guy. That guy, the, the Asian dude? Is that one we're talking about? Uh, no, that that's the um, that's the Blaine one. That's the Chevron in Blaine. Yeah, that the, guy, the, I, the, the like the the one oh, we always go on the way back, in, right? Like, Mount Vernon area. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. No, I missed I missed that Asian dude who was super friendly with us. Yeah, and also I missed the Go Seahawks guy. 
Of uh, oh yeah, but I bet you COVID got him. There's no way COVID didn't get him. Yeah, he's he dead. seems like the type that would get it. Yeah, Asian guy's okay. Asian guy's okay. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. Even though his people started it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely miss those like going and seeing like. He, like Mars, like Fudge Mars. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe! I can't wait till we go back down to Seattle so I can get another so I get two more." But, but now we now we have them here. Yeah, but for the longest time, like those. So, and for sorry for you Americans, Milky Way Fudge. No, you Milky Mars. Way what are you talking about? Whatever. Milky Way Midnight's. I like those. Too. I also like a Milky I, Way Midnight. Are those here? There was Mars Dark. That was the mm, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen the Milky Way. I feel like Way. It, it was a limited time. Oh, yeah, limited time in Canada. Yes. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, they always have yeah. Milky Way. They always have everything in yeah. the U.S. Yeah, I, I miss those. The U.S. Nice all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad happens in the United States. They get all the good stuff. As far as snack food, honestly, yes. As far snack as snack food, food, food fast food, the U.S. Yeah, is ab- nice all the time. Absolutely. A Taco Bell menu. I don't know, twelve times the size of ours. Yeah, we get uh, Crunchwrap Supremes and chicken. Chicken. <laughs> just, just pieces of chicken. Yeah. They don't even have, like, anything that's got gooey cheese or, like, a soft layer around a hard layer. Something made or out of cheese. like, like, fancy burritos. No. We don't yeah. get any of those. Nacho fries. No. Oh, nacho fries. Yeah. Talk about nacho fries. So simple, but yeah. so delicious. Yeah. Or the fact that we don't even get... Is it... We don't get one of the Doritos Locos Tacos, right? We get the regular and the Cool Ranch, and then they and got, I feel like we just and then they got, got Cool Ranch, yeah, or they, it's and, already gone. I think they yeah. got rid of the Cool Ranch, yeah, and you we can, got like the the nacho cheese. We got that I don't know three years after, yeah, well after the fact. The but then we don't. We never got the fiery. No, never which got is my it. favorite one. Um, yeah, it just, it would be nice to go down and take a tour of just, like, eating, like, complete pieces of shit. Yeah, just uh, zip on. The whole way down and the whole way home. Like, the the entire um, trip is nothing but resting in between meals. Like, we don't actively have a plan or a place to go. No, 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 it's just sitting in the car with the seats reclined all the way with your hand over your stomach. Yeah, down your (laughs) pants, uh, Ed O'Neill style. Um, (laughs) No ping. Oh, good good news for me. Good news for you? Uh, Silver Platter in Seattle did not go out of business. The record store. And, and they are back open for in-customers. We're back, baby. Granted, I can't go. That's correct. But that's good. I didn't want them to go out of business and I mean, you never could, be able to go again. You could go. True. I could go. You could go right now and then come back and Pay. Have, to, have to quarantine for 14 days, the first several days of which uh, until you clear a negative test is spent in a government-mandated hotel at your own expense in the range of fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars, so it's not like you can't go. So you know maybe what? Stop being for, a pussy. You know what, Scott? For my own mental health, I have to go. Fair. You know what? Can't argue with that. Um, how how fucking ridiculous is it that a country that has free health care emphasis on cunt and re <laughs> <laughs> uh, a country that has free health care. Uh, is doing a horrible job of rolling out a vaccine. Well, but it's a, because it's free. No one's paying for it. If we had, to, if we threw some money in the mix, we'd have them goddamn vaccines already. But do, do you have to pay in the U.S.? 
No. Like, it's it's just because they want to get people vaccinated. Yeah. Except but, for the but, ones but that the refuse great, yeah, to get vaccinated. Yeah, the great vaccinated. irony in the U.S. is that nobody wants to get it. Yeah, like all those appointments that aren't filled or, like, appointments that people don't Apparently, go Apparently, literally to. no one is getting their second, which is crazy because, like, I can see people not getting any vaccination. Yes. Like, you know, the smart ones. I refuse <laughs> to get the first one because I don't want my children to be retarded. Exactly. Fair. If I get the vaccine, my 13-year-old son is going to get autism. Yeah. But to get the first one and then all these people canceling their second appointments, what are you talking about? One's enough. (laughs) Enough already. My arm was sore. It kind of hurt for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And then I kind of got cold at night. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I saw a dumb article on Twitter that was from the LA Times that was like, uh, is the fear of needles preventing you from getting your vaccine shot? And I said, no. You know what's preventing me from getting my vaccine shot? The government not, not letting me get a vaccine get shot. fucking vaccine shot. How about Bolsonaro saying that the vaccine would turn you into crocodiles? <laughs> you know the, what? The president of a big country. <laughs> South America is hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> it is fucking insane how dumb they are. I see why you uh, why you mainly uh, dally there sexually. Uh, yes, <laughs> dally. <laughs> I, as I was saying it, I was enjoying it. I, I was like, "This is a fun way to talk." I uh, I dabble in the uh, in the southern arts. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It is below a, equator. Own actually, right around the right equator. around equator. Does it go? Does the equator go through Colombia? Uh, no, it's above Colombia. It goes through Ecuador. It goes through Ecuador. You know why? Because Ecuador means equator. Oh, oh. hey, educational hey, podcast. Everybody, you I'm, just learned something. I'm putting this in the education category, <laughs> the education section. Sports out. Also, wrestling is not a sport. This is more the, educational who, than sports. The, who, who says it's not a sport? The government. Okay, that's fair. Actually, the government often does say it's a sport, the, the, which really sp- fucks up. Especially regulation. Washington State. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, professional wrestling is the same as MMA. You have to have all of these things. Um, you know it's fake, right? <laughs> yeah, you know this is just... <laughs> this is just acting. I was, I was going to say theater, but not as gay. You know this is gayer theater, right? you know, Yeah, you know that this is theater taken to its natural yeah, conclusion. it's gayer theater with punching. <laughs> yeah, with, with punching and you're laying on top of another man. Yeah. Like God intended. It's, it's hilarious that uh, all us... Uh, large open quotation straight large close quotation wrestlers get to do so much gayer stuff than these theater queers (laughs) (laughs) it's just a big fuck you to them that's you know what that's why we wrestle is just to be mean to gay people yeah it's it's a real loophole in the system like you can't be gay fine then i'm gonna do professional wrestling (laughs) and it'll be fine literally the gayest thing you can do and the funniest thing about especially for anyone who's not in like a a fan of wrestling or knows wrestling there are so many homophobes in wrestling and it is literally the gay like it is two steps away from letting another man bust on your face gay sex and and (laughs) there are like the most macho it's very hetero like don't touch me you queer guys who wrestle yeah it's extremely funny it is so funny like i not to name names because it's not like he's gonna listen, but not if he, to name names, Jim. Not, not, <laughs> yeah, not like he's no gonna gym. listen, but if he did listen, I feel like he's on enough steroids that he would probably hurt me. <laughs> uh, a a young boy we used to wrestle with, who now has the worst life. I'm not talking about Kevin. 
Okay. Can you do you know who I'm talking of? I think so. Um, very openly, the whole time we wrestled was super uncomfortable with gay people, and we're like, you know, that you're a, like 17 year old boy wrestling with like 27 year olds, right? <laughs> and like, that's pretty gay. Yeah, it's a lot of grabbing. Yeah, Nick Price. Oh no! Oh, oh no! I said it. <laughs> <laughs> well. What are you gonna Cats do? out of the bag. Um, yeah, it's just such a weird thing that you're actively wearing as little clothing as possible, like rest holds and grappling. That's why I and laying wore... on top of each other. Yeah, and like, that's, okay, I got. That's stop. why I always wore an overcoat. I gotta stop talking. I'm giving myself a boner. <laughs> the first one in Squeezing. six months. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> what a bizarre world we live in. Quite. Furries and wrestling. I'm what a life. I'm glad we're doing it for the right reasons. If, if only, like, slightly weirded out by gay people, 15-year-old me, could see what 34-year-old, almost 35-year-old, my birthday is very soon. Um, oh, is your birth, has your birthday happened oh, by the time of yes, the day? Oh, yes. Uh, it was already my birthday. I'm 35 you now. You are closer to 40 than 30. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> In my parents' basement, <laughs> where I'm living. Happy Your birthday! birthday. I'm, I'm thirty-five. <laughs> oh, actually, not the, not That's the how I want my lunch. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, being constantly saying I'm furry adjacent, constantly saying I'm mostly heterosexual. <laughs> And th- those things only being to convince yourself. Of course, yeah. No, it's just it's, everyone else. Like everyone else can, has seen you. <laughs> everyone, everyone else know, knows. knows for a fact or has completely cut me out of their life. Correct. <laughs> they're either one of the huge two. homophobes or they're being super supportive of me lying to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a life to live. I'm yeah. Uh, I would love to talk to fifteen-year-old you. Yeah. In fact, I'd love to talk to any fifteen-year-old. If you're fifteen, <laughs> here's here's my private phone number. If you're fifteen, please make sure that you send Scott inappropriate pictures that will get him in trouble. Oh man, that's I'm, all he secretly wants. I missed that run I was on of getting barely legal nudes from people who also sent their driver's license. <laughs> show that they were on the right side of barely legal oh uh, i love the internet that was yeah what would that, we do without the internet that was quite a run for a while Bo- girls and boys girls and boys uh what, what we expect the other other people to no i can't i'm not gonna say oh boy no no no, 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 no. uh let me be very clear <laughs> only girls or boys <laughs> Uh, what a what a you know what Scott I wouldn't live our lives any other way. I'm bisexual but extremely transphobic. Is that a thing? Yes. It must exist. That right? must exist. That's funny. I'll fuck anything unless you've been both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, uh, that's fun for everyone. Are you looking it up? I was what, looking it up. What do you even look up? I don't up? know. I just typed bisexual in... Bisexual and transphobic? Bi- man, bisexual but transphobic is what I looked up. It, it, it's not giving me any results. I think I might have invented something. I think you did. I think you... I think you... Is is the term bisexual transphobic is a question. Uh, yeah, I can see that dumb fucking thing being asked. What, is, is it's only bi? 
It's not quadricep. It's true. Yeah. It's obvious because bi means two, and therefore bisexual must reference only two genders. That's the gayest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> that is the gayest shit I've ever That's heard. That's the transest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, when are we going to start using trans as a pejorative like we do with gay? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so trans. That's, oh oh my god, I can't believe he's wearing that. That's so trans. This movie's fucking trans. This movie's fucking trans. <laughs> You'll know you have equality once we're using trans like that. Yeah, actually, that is true. Mm-hmm. And then we'll stop using gay for everything. Yeah. We will not stop using fag, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, that's for us. Like, shut up and suck that dick, faggot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad that we lasted 20-ish minutes before things went out of control. Family episode. Yeah, family episode for the first 20 minutes. Sweet then voice. turn it off. If you're this far, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> if you're this far, you should know what you did wrong. You you did this. Ask yourself. You shouldn't have been wearing that. Take. <laughs> Look what you were wearing. Look what you were wearing. You shouldn't have been drinking. Innocent. Case closed. (laughs) (laughs) Promising future as a rower. (laughs) He's got a great career as a college rower for four years. I I had a promising future as a high school rower. Interesting. Yep. You are an aquatic cat, so... That's true. We love to swim. Yeah. See, I I should have been a cross-country skier. Exactly. You love the snow. I do love the snow. Especially when it's under my nose and I'm snorting it. Yes. Um, make that shirt. Make that shirt. I would love to. Um, I, I've taken to the idea that maybe there should be slight structure uh, when we speak about things instead of umming and hawing and thinking of things about? on the go. Um, so I've been writing down notes over the course of the week of funny things I want to bring <laughs> up on the podcast. And sometimes... Now this is a show. Sometimes I write them, and then I forget what the context is. I just write down the thing, and then don't even remember why I wrote it down. Yeah. So the thing I wrote down... See, now I'm very unclear if I brought this up last week or never, or on another podcast. Because I had something written down that I thought was... That I thought was funny enough to write down at the time, but then upon looking at it, I didn't get it. And I had to ask other people to explain what I had written down to me. What? <laughs> what I had written down. What? <laughs> what I had written down was the Dukes of Hauser. <laughs> and, and I knew it was a play on words. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was. So okay. I, was, I was going around to people saying, I wrote down the Dukes of Hauser. And I thought it was funny. And it probably is, but I don't get it anymore. Can you please explain it to me? And some angel did. It's the Dukes of Hazard, but Doogie Hauser. Wait, you... I hold did, on. I didn't hold, get... I didn't, hold hold I didn't the get, horse. Hold your horses. <laughs> I hold your goddamn horses. The Dukes of Hazard. Did you just... Did you not realize no. it was Dukes of Hazard and Doogie Hauser? I, I knew it was... I knew it was something on Doogie Hauser, but I didn't know what. What? 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 Okay, at least I'm happy I haven't brought this up before. What? Look, I thought you meant that it was Doogie Hauser and the Dukes of Hazard, but you didn't know like what the visual of that was. No, no, no. Not that it was I those didn't, two things. I didn't know that it was Dukes of Hazard. 
That's where I was at. <laughs> You're retarded. <laughs> you are fucking... What? I, what else would it I, mean? I don't know. I was just staring at it for hours going, what is this? <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing. It's something with Doogie Howser, but what? Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> Look, I, uh, th- it, it escaped me. Uh, maybe if I had l- left and come back to it, it would have revealed itself to me. But I wanted to know now, so I started asking everyone I knew. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Oh, I haven't laughed that hard since I was a little girl. Uh, anyways, the note I wrote down. I think just do your time-sensitive note. We're good for the rest next one. What? Yeah. No, because I got three other ones for the next episode. I'm not going to do four on the next I don't, episode. You've got a lot of notes for the wrestling this episode. Uh, I'm just thinking time-wise. Nobody cares about the wrestling. Oh. The, you, the audience. Yeah, you, dummy. You? Hey. You don't give a shit about the wrestling. Hey, stupid. Hey, Steve. Are you listening? <laughs> All the Steves just go, what? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Does Schneider listen? He better if he knows what's good for him. Yeah, he's kind of not a not a cool guy anymore. Is he a sweet boy? He's a sweet boy. <laughs> sweet, sweet baby Steve Schneider. Uh, fine, I'll save that one for uh, for next episode because I got four pages of notes on this. Yeah, but what what's the time sensitive one? I used would... I used both of them, May the fourth. Oh, and that this was the family friendly episode. Oh, okay. Because so, I felt guilty for all the bad things I said. Well, um, as you should have, because it was a pretty bad thing. That's a pretty said. bad thing. Anyone who doesn't know what Drew said, did it's you say not, it on it's the... It's not not true, Scott. Did you say it on the wrestling or the Oscars? The Oscars. Week? Okay, so the most recent podcast yeah. before this. Yeah. Okay. It's not not true. No, I know, but it's still bad. That's Yeah, that's the worst thing I'm willing to say out loud on the podcast. It's not the worst thing I'm willing to say out loud to Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've said it, worse. Today alone. Yeah. I believe there was also... I meant to... If I hadn't dropped my phone and it shattered into a million pieces, <laughs> there was a very funny reference to, um, oh, I almost burped into the microphone. Oh, I've been doing that fairly regularly. Oh, nice. Uh, of some people like it, some people don't. You, you can't win them all. I believe it was the most recent episode where it was an argument about episode of us. Us, or, uh-huh. where I believe there was an argument about. Um. No, maybe it wasn't. Maybe I don't remember where I saw the comment. You're totally out of your mind. No, there was a comment about. Uh, it was related to us defending. Oh. Uh, it was the philosophical depths of child molestation. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, of course. Because <laughs> uh, that was a very hot topic um, um, at the opening of that episode, and I thought that was really funny. That was a hot topic. We, uh, we uh, Every now and then I like to read a, uh, a nice comment we get, and a uh, real nice one from... Uh, two days ago, real time, uh, eight days ago, podcast time. Uh, this is just so gay and weird. Loved it. <laughs> Are you doing Foley work? Yeah, I'm doing Foley work over the microphone. <laughs> uh, that would be, uh, somebody ripping duct tape off someone's mouth. Mm. Pretty good. 
I'm, I'm a good Foley artist. Are you doing I'm not that? a Mick Foley artist. Are you doing that by ripping duct tape off your mouth? Yeah, off my off my dick. <laughs> I taped my balls uh, up inside me, and that was me pulling the tape off. Uh, <laughs> anyways, this is since we got a lot of notes to get through, and uh, I don't I don't want to get through a lot of them. Um, in your house, nine. Niner. Niner. 69er. Mm. Uh, Winer Diner 69er. Is that what it was? Didn't, uh, we, didn't we come up with some dumb joke about that? Anthony. Anthony Weiner. <laughs> uh, uh, Anthony Weiner, the movie Diner. <laughs> um, <laughs> 69er? 69er. <laughs> you got it. Didn't take, didn't take it at all. A lot, a lot of time at all. Didn't struggle. Uh, no, it's pretty seamless. It's pretty seamless. So this is in your house nine international incident coming from, from Scott's hometown of Vancouver, British Columbia. The newly built GM place, General, General Motors, Motors place, place. not Van- that anymore. Would have been the first live wrestling show I ever went to had I not been on Gay. a fa- oh. uh, hmm? Hmm. hmm. Continue, please. Now you've just made me think. Oh. Uh, I'm like, wait, was that the reason? <laughs> I didn't go to this pay-per-view because I was gay? <laughs> and, and barely 13. Um, oh, because that means you can't be gay, Scott. Uh, you actually can't be gay until you're 18. Mm. Mm. Actually, that's, no, I think what I... I believe what I tweeted once, which, which would make it <laughs> canon, was everyone, everyone is born gay, and then you can choose not to be gay at 13. Oh, okay. Because like kids are gay. Kids are very gay. Yeah, I was a very gay child. <laughs> very gay. Aggressively. Like, aggressively gay. Dick grabbing Har- gay. Harvey Firestein gay. <laughs> Same voice too, which is weird on a seven year old. Yeah. yeah, I, I don't think I can do a Harvey Firestein. No, I was thinking about it too. I it's hard. I'm, I'm just gonna hurt. Hey. I'm just gonna hurt my throat. Hey. Oh wait, is that how Harvey? got that voice was by through throat abuse (laughs) and like a lot of cigarettes and a lot of whiskey to forget the memories of their childhood and that's how you become Firestein. that's the that's the recipe oh my god everybody it's bruce valanche (laughs) my goddamn bruce valanche (laughs) oh right the incredible chas bono Anyways, uh, what was that? Oh yeah, I would, this would have been my first live show had I not been on a family vacation in Tofino, British Columbia at the time. That's right, an in-province vacation. Yeah, very fancy. I mean, it's far. It is far, and it's right on the uh, right on the it's ocean. A, it's an hour drive to the ferry, and then the ferry's almost two hours, and then it's a three-hour drive all across Vancouver Island. And you're like, what? Three-hour drive across an island? Yeah, we got big islands here. Okay. This ain't no fucking Martha's Vineyard shit, which is like eight square blocks. I could walk it. I don't want to, well, but I could. Maybe. Give me a rascal, then we'll talk. <laughs> uh, I would have gone to see this pay-per-view had but I not been baby. ten years old and my parents hated wrestling. I'm drunk, baby. God damn it, I fucking hate you. You're dead. <laughs> You're fucking dead. When this is over, I'm going to do so many hate crimes to you. <laughs> Um, all right, fine. <laughs> fine. We start with the free-for-all, uh, Jim Ross, Vince McMahon, Jerry Lawler. Uh, we get a rundown of the show and shit, uh, showing Gorilla Monsoon officially suspending indefinitely the Ultimate Warrior. Speaking of 
fucking idiot. For being a piece of shit. Uh, he just, like, stopped showing up. Yeah, he, he no-showed three shows in a row that were all just, like, house shows. Yeah. And then they decided, well, we hate this guy, so see ya. Uh, he lasted almost three months. Almost three months. I mean, by his standard, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a solid And run. then he wouldn't return until the day before he the fucking died. The day before died. he died. That's awesome. That is pretty rad. Like they're like, "Hey, if you don't have him on right now, he's going to die and you'll never have him again." <laughs> All right, fine. And then we'll create an award for him where we celebrate people who do good things even though he was a homophobe and where, a bigot. Where we celebrate people who go do Republican speeches at the University of Connecticut where they <laughs> literally say the phrase Queering doesn't make the world work. <laughs> and yet he's celebrated as a hero. To applause. To a, to a loud applause. Which I don't even know how you find that many Republicans in Connecticut. I mean, they, if, if you're going to have a Republican conference, you're going to get all of them. I guess. They're yeah. going to come from all over. Yeah. I guess Connecticut has rich white people, certainly. But they have you just lots of rich white of people. Like really, really rich white people. Very you know, liberal. Uh, yeah, so many stop, stop people. talking over me. Oh, what? Stop it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the free-for-all match is Savio Vega versus Just... Hawk Bradshaw, not Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Yes, but with Uncle Zemukaya. With Uncle Zem, Dirt, but Dirty Dutch. Hawk is not his first name. Hawk is still a nickname. Yes, because it's in quotations. Hawk Bradshaw, but he has lost his first name. Yeah, weird. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the the match was honestly like nothing fancy. It was. Fine. There was a very great, very very good Savio throwing a big spin kick in the corner where he like goes over Flips the top over to the, the floor, ropes, lands on his feet on the floor, which is pretty rad. Love it. Um, I don't know. There was a lame finish. Uh, of Brad- Bradshaw's pudgy. He's very which pudgy. is funny because like Bradshaw was never jacked. No, it's just he he has like zero muscle definition here. It's like he doesn't try. Let's talk about bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's shame some fat guys. <laughs> From two chubby guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bradshaw, who at his worst in 96, is in better shape than either of us will ever be. Probably. He's also like six foot six. He's a big one. For some bizarre reason, he seems so much taller in 1996 than he does in like 2004. Yeah, but maybe that's because like he's wrestling Savio, who's short, not that and then tall, he wrestles yeah. John Cena, who's like kind of tall. Yeah, so maybe that's why he seems so much uh, so much taller. Uh, yeah, other than that, it was it was it had a lame ass finish of uh, I don't even remember what the what the actual finish. Was. I just remember uh, Uncle Zebakaya uh, holding his feet down so Savio couldn't. Oh, kick it out. sucked. It was it was like. Uh, it was just like a, a body slam or like a front power slam or oh, something. Oh, yeah, from, yeah. Where Zeb like really feebly like sort of held his... Yeah, a very, foot. very vague yeah. helping hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so gets the finish. Then after the match, he hits a big-ass uh, clothesline from hell on Savio. And I didn't then, catch if they were calling it that yet. No, they weren't. Yeah, I, I don't think they called it anything. I think he just yeah. hit it. Um, and then they... Hold Savio down while uh, Uncle Zeb br- brands Savio. Did with, you see all the the smoke sizzling? Oh, and off? like and he, the amount of pain he was in. He was ink. where it he, definitely he didn't look him. like a stamp. He gave him a stamp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then they they show the video package building up to the main event of the actual pay per view, which is 
well, was supposed to be. There's there is two legends of wrestling who do not appear on the show that were supposed to be on the show. Yeah, of the like I don't know, maybe like fifteen people who were on this show, two of them could not make it because they are junkies. Yes. Um. So the yeah the video is like of uh, Vader, Bulldog, and Owen uh, essentially squa- squashing the uh, Ultimate Warrior and killing him. Yeah. Um, then they, uh, after a match that Sean has, uh, him and Ahmed are like broing out behind the curtain. Cornette comes and um, yo, let's be interracial dudes with attitudes. That's a good team. That's a good team. Uh, Cornette comes and throws water in Sean's face, which is apparently way easier for a man to do than a woman, because Diana Hart failed miserably at it last show. Did do a little better than... than right in Sean's face. Than Ms. Hart Smith. He, he runs away. Sean and Ahmed chase him, chase him away. They run out into the parking lot where they sort of start to brawl. And then, out of nowhere, oh a car God. comes and almost kills everyone. A car screeches in at 80 miles per hour. Yeah, and barely stops. Yeah. Uh, we get a returning Sid, now Psycho Sid. Officially. Um, where... They were they were dipping their toes into Psycho Sid. They made like, reference to him being In, like, being September, a October 95 yeah. when we last saw him. Yeah. But now we're, we're all in. We've psycho worked out with an S. With the estate of Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. And the, we're set on we, Psycho with an S, Sid. Sid. Uh, in in the package, you hear Todd Pettengale say the formerly formerly institutionalized Sid. Yeah, that's how they're covering softball season now. Yeah, is saying he was in the he crazy was house. he was in an institution. He was at the creep. only during the the exact time that softball season yeah, he was. He was at the creep farm. Yeah, the creep farm, the freak wharf, freak wharf. <laughs> um. So then we get um. Oh, so then we go to the. Uh, the ring where we get Cornette and Jose Lothario are, are doing a, I don't know, a, a talk off uh, where then uh, Vader runs down. He goes after Jose. Sean comes down. Slides in. Slides in. Seven eighths across yeah, the ring. Yeah, almost goes completely out of the <laughs> ring, uh, Paul London style. Yeah. Uh, Sean they, was greased. They have a stare down, which gets separated by like all of the, you know, the referees and the and the backstage people. And then that's how the free for all yeah. ends. Which is which is pretty, you know, standard fare. However, Cornette's later uh, recounting <laughs> of the events <laughs> makes it all worth it. Totally worth it. Uh, so now we get the actual pay-per-view uh, with the same commentary team. So JR gets to do both this time and not just the free-for-all. Yeah. Uh, this, this is the commentary team of my childhood, the three. Yes. Vince, yeah. JR, Lawler. Yeah. That's, that's what I remember the most. I guess yeah. a little bit... Uh, the thing is, I feel like when I was this age... I saw thirty-five. Uh, not not my current age. The age of this period. The age time. of the Lord. The age of the Lord. Thirty-three. Um, that I watched a lot of Shotgun Saturday Night. Mm. So I got a lot of Jim Cornette on commentary. Ah, uh, yes. So I definitely heard him a lot. I had a guy message me because uh, he saw I had an episode of Shotgun Saturday Night. He okay. Uh, he messaged me to see what version of it it was, because I guess they did different commentary teams for different markets. Oh. Why? I have no idea. Weird. Just because it's in syndication, I don't think it means you have to do that, but they did. 
And he wanted to ask if it was the one that aired in Wisconsin on uh, on WFGT or whatever. Because? We, because that's where he lived and he wanted that version that he saw in 1997. And I looked and it was like, I don't know, like a New York one or something. Oh, like my, probably the most common one. I'm like, my no. My brain I, hurts, Scott. No, I don't have the Wisconsin one. Do you still want it? Nope. Bye. Stop talking. My brain hurts. <laughs> I hate wrestling fans. I yeah. hate them so much. They're I bad. can't. I can't handle this. I, Scott, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> uh, first, I'm going to piss my pants. Then I'm going to take you down to the garage. I'm going to show you something. And then I'm going to shoot myself in the chest. <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, I, what a weird request. I only want to hear the commentary of the region I grew up in. That's right. Stupid. The same what, matches. What would what would the commentary team difference be, though? Um, some were... Ter- Terry Taylor and Al Snow. I mean, some are Cornette and Kevin Kelly. Some are, uh, uh, Michael Cole starts showing up there. Hmm. Uh, Ray Rougeau was in the mix. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the one that he wanted, but it was not the one Not the one you had. It was unacceptable. Why do you only have one shotgun? That's a great... Why... Oh, Oh no! I, ha- I have actually no. I did only have one, and he wanted that one, and then asked if I had any more. So then uh, he immediately struck me as someone who doesn't know how to use torrent. So then nice. I went and torrented the entire years of 1997 and 1998, hoping I could make a big sale. Yeah, uh, but it was cor- of course not the Wisconsin airings. Oh so, my god! Uh, so I wasted uh, 30 gigs of download. Do you still have his contact information? Yes, I do. Okay, we should troll him. Done. Or catfish him. But let's troll him. <laughs> okay. Ugh, what a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Uh, it kind of pissed me off. But why did you only have the one originally? Uh, because it was Furnace and Lafon versus the Hardys, and uh, that's pretty cool. Nice, that is pretty cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Um, so, the pay-per-view starts. We get Smoking Guns, uh, the WWF Tag Team Champions, with the, Sonny. The dynamic of this fucking match. Versus the Body Donnas, without... Their trans manager, Cloudy. Which we've entirely missed. 100%. Yeah. Between between 8 and 9, the Body Donnas... So, we saw the Smoking Guns turn heel on the Godwins, get Sunny as their manager. Yeah. After and then, Sunny left the Body Donnas for the Godwins for turn, like turn, two turn, weeks. She turned face. Yeah. But it was joined, kind of fake Joined the face. Godwins. She was using the Godwins heel. as a transition exactly. to she, the Smoking Guns. She transitioned. Guns. Uh, so, and then in that time, we saw we saw the guns turn heel, and then in the between eight and nine, the body donnas turned face. Yeah. So, I, so what happened was the body donnas were still heel, but and they were mad that Sunny had left them. So, to spite Sunny, they got a trans manager named Cloudy, and that made them so popular it turned them face. Yeah. In uh, in nineteen ninety six. Where the crowd is chanting faggot at gold dust, <laughs> they really wanted the body Donnas to have a trans manager. Yeah. Well, I was going to look something up, but apparently this doesn't like the internet. So again. much for the old internet? So much for the old internet. It was My... a good run. You, you've had internet for about. 20 minutes, so yeah, uh, I think that's enough for today. Yeah, probably. Uh, for anyone who is in the same position as me, who up their f- computer upgrade upgraded uh, or did an update on Windows 10, and now their computer refuses to connect to the internet, yeah, that it, is the problem I am having. Yeah, it's updated to Windows 10, no internet edition. 
which is good for some, I assume, uh, but Probably. not you. You as a man who enjoys the internet. Eh, sometimes. It's something of a hindrance. I was trying to look up who Cloudy was. I think it was literally It's some Chris guy. Candido's friend named Jimmy Shoulders, a.k.a. James Haney, who was never acknowledged to be such on television. They only called him Cloudy. And it is not a transsexual. Transvestite. It's a transvestite. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Um... You don't hear transvestite much anymore. You really don't, because it's not... It's, it's not offensive, per se. It literally just means the other clothes. Yes. Yeah, it's not like a... Uh, it's nothing to do with gender, sexuality, anything. Yeah. No, it's 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 literally... Uh, is that... Is it cross-dressing? Yeah, it's cross-dressing. Yeah. Um, we, we all do it. <laughs> we all do it. It's just boys being boys. Boys do it. Girls do it. Animals do it. Animals do it. Um, the Discovery Channel does it. I don't know. That is, isn't that the song? It's not the song. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> this this is a very, very weird fucking dynamic. Yeah. Of, I have zero memory at all of any babyface body donna. Uh, yeah, I, I vaguely remembered heel smoking guns. I do not have any recollection of babyface no. body donnas. This Beca- never happened because it's such a silly, like concept. Yeah, they're 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 heel geeks. That's what the gimmick is. Y- yeah, like they're they're workout dudes who like treat the crowd like crap. Dudes. Yeah. So it's yeah it's it's um like these gorgeous hunky cowboys. <laughs> And these, you were, uh, I dare I say, fawning over the smoking guns in this. 1996 match. Billy Gunn is a very handsome man with his Jonathan Taylor with, Thomas haircut. Yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the bad guys actually, actually, more so the the older brother on Home Improvement, uh, Zachary Ty Bryant. Bryant. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, everyone had to have three names. Everyone, everyone had to have multiple names. Um, so. Yeah, the, these gorgeous, hunky, like, working-class <laughs> cowboys are the bad guys. Yeah, these big slabs of beef. And these big, bleach-blonde faggots <laughs> are the good guys. One of whom is in shape, one of whom is just an egg. <laughs> one of them One of them is as fat as he is tall. <laughs> yeah, he's all torso. He's all torso. So, like, it's, yeah, it's just such a weird... Who Whoever thought of the idea of turning these guys bad and these guys good i hope lost their job such a strange choice yeah um so they during the course of the the beginning of the match uh they talk about how jake the snake is off the show because he's got problems or whatever uh lawler immediately implies that he's back on the sauce uh which is a running thing throughout the entire show because it sets up a lawler jake roberts storyline yeah um we 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 also at this point discussed how much the guns have awful gear. 
Uh, because it's literally like, jeans with I mean, no f- knee pads. For their look and gimmick, it's totally fine. Yeah, it's perfect. But, but to have to wrestle in it, but it's like it sucks. Now, if you look at guys who wrestle in like street clothes, like your Orange Cassidy's, or unfortunately your Kushida's, or even no, just, Kushida's back on the gear. Is he back on the gear? Yep. Oh, because he won a title, so now he's a real wrestler again. You gotcha. Okay, well, previous Kushida, or even like the Usos, like that gear is made gear for them to wrestle in that looks like street clothes. Yeah. Billy it's not and, just yeah. street clothes. Billy and Bart are wearing straight up Wranglers. Jeans and cowboy Jeans boots. Jeans and cowboy boots and no knee pads. Yeah. Like it is the most uncomfortable stuff to wrestle it in. Suck. And yet somehow they are both still stupidly athletic. Yeah. Like it does not hinder either one of them Except at all. Maybe that's that's one not spot. a that's not a, uh, a a result of the gear though. No, that's a result of bad wrestling. Um, but yeah, it just it's it would be it's so uncomfortable to watch anyone have to wrestle in that. Um, then uh, there, then there's there's just a really good series of like leapfrog counters, uh, like a hip toss to your feet. Uh, series between Skip and yeah. and Billy, and it's like, huh? It's almost as if Skip is like a really great worker yeah, or like something. Chris Candido's really good. Yeah, it's as if he's really underutilized everywhere he goes. Everywhere. But I guess when you're five foot eight or whatever <laughs> in nineteen ninety six, no man. one wants to use you. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. If he was in another, if he was now, now if he was a twenty ten. If he was guy, now, he'd be f- perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he would be right up there with some of those other. Small small guys but at the time it really because like he was in great shape yeah like muscular and like athletic and everything but just too short like yeah chris candido now would have at least as good if not probably better a career than like roderick strong yeah 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 for sure yeah very very much a strong minimum roderick strong or like a less piece of shit austin aries sure yeah um which is saying a lot from a man who literally loaned out his girlfriend for drugs, yeah. and yet somehow he's he, less he's of a piece of shit <laughs> than Austin Aries. Yeah. Um, there was a... Okay, so there was like a big moment where Sonny tricks Skip into thinking that she's fainted, or as we said, she had a cocaine-induced heart attack. Yeah. Um, so... At first, we didn't really see what happened. It was just Sunny laying on the it floor just weird and, and Skip like getting out of the ring to come over to check on her. And Zip like, "Nah, bro, she's fooling you. She's fooling you." And she he's like, bitch. "Oh, she fell down. I gotta go help her." And then when they show the replay, you actually get to see it. So she takes off her cowboy hat and sort of like waves it to get Skip's <laughs> attention. Throws it in the ring. She falls to the ground and then rolls over to her side and blows a kiss at the camera, the camera. and then goes back to like she's dead. It's pretty so funny. way better. Yeah. Um, at this point, we noticed that Lawler, Jerry Lawler has a very hard time pronouncing Rico Kasich's name. Uh, oh, yeah. But as Rico Kasich? Yeah, like, yeah, it, I feel like it was even worse than Rico Kasich, but Rick Okasek. Rick Okasek. That was That's it. what it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Is that how you read people's names? Jerry Lawler, big Cars fan. <laughs> Big cars fan. Uh, then, uh, then we get maybe the best part of the match, where oh yeah, Bill, so Billy gets Skip with his legs. So uh, Skip is 
under the armpits over the top rope, and Bart is holding his legs under his arms. Yeah, he's holding him horizontally. Uh, uh, Haas and Benjamin Haas would and do Benjamin. this. World's greatest tag team. Although move. I guess they did it before Haas and Benjamin. Well, I would uh, say so. But yeah, that that position, and Billy is going to run off the ropes, jump over Bart, and land on Skip's back as Billy lets go yeah, of his legs. Le- leapfrog over Bart and sit on the horizontal Skip's yeah. back. So Billy doesn't really get a good run up. Billy, who has a great vertical, incredible ups, maybe got too cocky about it. But also, I'd say the brunt of the blame falls on his partner. Mm-hmm. Bart Gunn, who is doing the holding, and is standing up as tall as he possibly could. Yeah, Bart, who is like six foot one, maybe? I'd say more. I'd say at least six two. He's he's a big guy. I guess he's a big guy. Both guns are tall. Billy's really tall. Billy's really tall. But, like, Bart doesn't look short next to him. No, he does not. So, like, he could could be be six three. three. Yeah, Yeah. maybe. Anyway, forces Billy to jump all of that and more to clear him. He doesn't squat. Yeah. At all. He stands straight up. Billy runs with, like, not a lot of momentum. He jumps, and as he jumps, kind of realizes he's not going to get not over Bart. It. So he just lands directly behind him. He kind of gives Bart, like, a like a, a look into the back of Bart's head, like, you fucking dick. <laughs> and then, so he, then he turns around, and he's kind of, you can tell he's kind of mad at Bart. And the crowd starts, like, you know, heckling him. And Bart, and Billy yells at the crowd, <laughs> like, and you can read his mouth, is like, it's his fault he didn't bend down <laughs> so like he was not kayfabe pissed at Bart. He, yeah he was taking out his anger on his partner at a crowd member yeah uh then there was a really bad uh attempted slingshot into the bottom rope that mm. just didn't yeah, have yeah. any momentum so he didn't really move yeah uh billy billy takes a massive like jump off the top rope get in caught into a manhattan drop yep um so, so yeah, so at this point we're like, huh? It's weird that not only because we've we've noted that the body donnas are the faces, yeah. but Zip is the one getting the hot tag. Mm-hmm. So is the crowd supposed to pop for the hot tag? Uh, spoiler alert: they don't. Yeah, <laughs> on paper, I suppose they were. That was the plan. That was the <laughs> but, plan, uh... but the crowd did not get the memo. No. The crowd could not have cared less. Um, so then uh, he gets a hot tag, does a bunch of bumping around, whatever. Billy gets taken out of the ring. He's kind of arguing with Sonny, I guess, or they're like having a conversation on the floor, which referee Harvey Whippleman is like distracted by for some weird reason. Yeah. Um, so Bart goes to get Zip for a like a very labored sidewalk. Got a real, a the, real bad lift. Yeah, for the it. sidewinder. But, it was the opposite of Kevin Nash. Yes. Yeah. No ups. Um, so as Bart gets him up, he looks around for Billy, turns around, eats a really big uh, missile drop kick off the top from Skip, yeah. where Skip takes a really awkward like neck and shoulder bump after he hits it yeah. to Bart uh, so that Zip lands on top of him, and he gets the win. One, two, three. And then Scott goes, wow, new champions. And they go, nope. Uh, nope, it is non-title. And then we both said, why? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> um, so then afterwards, uh, Sonny kind of throws a temper tantrum a little bit and looks really sad. And at this point, I said to Scott, I was like, fuck. Sunny really is She's so super hot. hot. <laughs> super hot. Like, it's a shame that her life went downhill, but like, god damn oh, what a hot. mid-90s. Holy shit. Like, I don't think that 10-year-old me really appreciated how hot she was. I think 13-year-old me did appreciate ah. how hot she was. Scott's rubbing one out to his memories of no, Sunny. No, I didn't start jerking off till I was 24. Oh, so like last year. 
Yeah, uh, until the future. (laughs) (laughs) Until in three years. Yeah. (laughs) I'm 21. Um, I'm (laughs) Bubu. Backstage, uh, Mr. Perfect is interviewing Camp Cornette. Uh, Cornette claims that during the scuffle in the opener, in the (laughs) free-for-all, that the reason why he was getting at Jose Lothario is because... The reason why he was going to hit him with a tennis racket. Was because he pulled a switchblade on him. (laughs) You know, because he's a Latino. Um, then they're, uh, as they're doing the interview, Vader is sort of pacing back and forth in front of the camera, uh, while Cornette's talking, like kind of psyching himself up. And then they go to talk to the bulldog and Vader goes on the, on the like benches behind bulldog and is doing just like mouth noises, like, (laughs) like fast (laughs) mouth, (laughs) like flexing and like, you know, jacking himself up. (laughs) And then Owen's and then when they talk to Owen, he goes over like to where Owen is, and he's he's just like doing the same thing behind him. <laughs> Very funny. Very comical. V- yeah. Vader was having a good time. Yeah. He, like, Vader even kind of cracked a smile at one point. He, like, he realized how silly he was He was being. in a good mood because he thought he was winning the title. Uh, yeah, probably at that point he thought he'd be winning the title in a month. Joke's on him. Yep. Um, so uh, next up is a the match of... Mankind versus Henry O'Godwin. It was supposed to be Mankind versus Jake Roberts, but Jake had like a li- like I don't know, I don't know, I relapsed or had like a, a weird issue with something. Yeah, looks, um, like, looks like Jake was reading the writing, the, reading the handwriting on, on the, the floor. floor. <laughs> Which great, is what, a great mean line from Jerry Lawler. <laughs> very mean. <laughs> Lawler said a lot of actually mean things in this that made uh, Jake actually very angry. Yeah. <laughs> um. We noticed that there was a lame-ass network Godwin's knockoff music of just, like, synthesized banjo music. Yeah, Um, not even a real banjo. Why don't we get Hillbilly Jim's music? Do they not own Hillbilly Jim's music? Because they don't own Country Boy. Ugh, lame. Um, when fully, or so when Mankind comes to the ring, we notice that he's just got massive bald patches from pulling out his own hair. hair. Like, Like, there's big bald patches on the front and side. Yeah, like, really noticeable. It's it's awful. Um, the other thing I noticed with this being a network cut is, and the network does this, they are notorious for this for everything across the board, is that they do not mix the audio when they put in their, uh, knockoff music. It is the knockoff on there. Here is the track for the knockoff music. We will turn off the volume for the live show. And then you will just hear this horrible bad audio until it gets to the actual match. And you'll see, uh, Henry O and Hillbilly Jim, uh, square dancing to country boy, which is a different tempo than the fake music they put in. So it looks super weird. Stupid. Um, so, uh, yeah. Where's pig? I don't know. He's, uh, still sad about Sonny. Where the fuck is pig? (laughs) When the fuck did we get ice cream? (laughs) Um, there was a... Yeah. Two, two pig, all my love, Sonny. <laughs> Sonny. <laughs> there was a ton of Lawler on commentary. This whole match is shitting on Jake. That was like pretty much the majority of what he was talking about. Yeah. Um, at one point, uh, Mankind goes to the floor and pulls up the padding. So we're like, oh, I wonder who's taking a big fall on that cement floor. 50-50. 50-50. Um, surprisingly, it was both, but the first one was bad. Yeah, it was a swinging um, neck breaker where somehow nobody actually... Bumped? <laughs> uh, like, fully kind of bumped, and Henry, Henry just sort of landed on, on him. him. Yeah. 
Um, but then after a little bit, Foley goes up on the apron and gets sort of just slammed from the apron. Like, like the, the, f- like Rick, the flare, the Rick flare yeah. off the top. So. Uh, just slams him onto the cement, which of course hard. He kind of thing. like in kayfabe, he no sells it, but in real life, he's very hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah. it looked like it hurt. Then, uh, we go back in the ring. There's a little bit like a lot of Foley, uh, or mankind, uh, getting beat up. Uh, Henry signals for the slop drop. Yeah. Uh, he goes goes too close to the rope so when he goes to do it uh, mankind grabs top rope and godwin goes down and godwin goes down and he gives him the mandible claw and then he locks it on for a while until finally henry gets knocked out by the nerve hold yeah uh so mankind wins uh undefeated undefeated uh so then we go backstage where they have the hotline where one side is ray rougeau with the smoking guns and sunny and the other side is the body donna's with Brian Pillman. Oh, hey. It's Brian Pillman. <laughs> oh, Brian Pillman's here. And I think they make... We might have missed it because we might have been sort of chatting as it was happening. I think they said something about, like, uh, you know, like, oh, the controversial Brian Pillman. I think so, yeah. Uh, so, you know, as they're talking back and forth, um, he pretty much... It's just Pillman, like... Uh, breaking fabe and saying things he shouldn't say. The probably the most notable one was when the body donnas are on the phones and he says, you know, these guys were complaining about the other team doing double team moves on them. And then he says, well, they would have double, both double team Sonny. And then Vince kind of goes, oh, did you, oh, is hey, it, uh, is oh, enough of that? <laughs> oh, hey, no, we're good. And then they cut. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm imagining there's going to be a lot more good Pillman stuff coming up. Is Pillman? Was he? Did they sign him hurt? Yeah, I think they signed him injured because they knew they wanted him. Yeah, and he just does a bunch of this like silly ass shit yeah. for a little while. He has like five matches total. I think he does a lot more once he's in the Heart Foundation. Yeah, but I think up until then he doesn't do a ton of stuff. Yeah. He does some Gold Dust stuff, then he does the Austin stuff. Yeah, which and- like do they ever even have a match? Uh, that's a tough one. I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't actually know. Maybe? Question mark? Yeah, it's it's not much. It is not much. But I uh they they utilized him to the best of his physical abilities. Yes. Um so the the next match is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Wildman Mark Marrow. Yeah. Um a, with Sable, of course. Uh Austin comes out with a sort of silly ass mustache. Uh he's kind of yeah. shaved his goatee, so it's just like his goatee doesn't bo- connect. like bottom chin and then a weird mustache. And his and mustache comes out further than it would for a goatee. Yes. So he's yeah. He looks he, he, he's, like, he's trying out something new. He looks French. <laughs> He does. He does look fresh. He looks like a musketeer. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Like that's the vibe I got. Uh, very quickly, Brian Pillman and Steve Austin um, didn't, had one match on a Raw in June 97 that went to a DQ, and then that was it. Yeah. And, and his total WWF matches... Uh, on television, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yeah. May 97 to I was gonna September I going to say, his 97. first match isn't till May 97. Yeah. So he's he's injured and not doing so anything he's there for, for a while. He's there for almost a year before he has a match. Yeah. Yeah, just doing silly-ass shit. Yeah. Um, 
and then almost immediately does like I think all the stuff he kind of does is Heart Foundation related. Yeah. Because his second match is a Heart Foundation match of him and Neidhart versus the Road Warriors. Uh, yeah, it's all Heart Foundation. Yeah. yeah. So good for him? Question mm-hmm. mark. Sure. Um. This this starts hot and heavy. Uh, they they do a lot of brawling right off the bat, like a lot of punches and stuff. Um, it all it leads to th- this match has a lot of interesting stuff in it. Yes, I, don't, it did. I don't know how good it is. It I mean, fine. it was fine, but you'd expect better. Like when it happened, we were like, oh, this, this could be good. Yeah. Um, they did a little bit in WCW with each other. Yeah. So you're like, oh, at least they're familiar with one another. They attempted to do a double bridge. Uh, that worked, but very labored. They, for a second, I wasn't sure if they were struggling or showing off. True, yeah. they did like the, yeah, like the standard like b- both guy, one guy is on his back on top of the other guy who's on his back, and they both bridge up and then turn around into a backslide. But and so like they both bridged up halfway and held there. For, for a good, for a good second, yeah, and I'm like, oh, are they like delaying this to like show how strong they are, or are they struggling to get the rest of the way? And at, from how it went from there, like I guess they were struggling. It still looked fine. Though. It still looked fine. Yeah. yeah, like they got up all the way, and yeah, but yeah, it wasn't. There's one later that is much smoother. Oh, hell, smooth. Uh, so then again, uh, Marrow as he has in the. Other previous match we've seen does another rolling prawn hold. That's great. Um, then they brawl to the floor. Um, Marrow gets thrown hard into the corner and goes to the floor. Austin goes out, gives him a slingshot into the, uh, post. Into the post. Then uh, when they get back in the ring and are doing some brawling, Austin drapes Marrow over the second rope and he's going to run and do like his uh, yeah. leg drop across the back, which he always does. Uh, as he runs, Marrow moves and Austin sort of like he puts his, puts his shin up. out yeah. to bounce off Bounces the second off rope and then he's sort of like, ha, I tricked him. Got I'm, you, fucker. I'm way better. <laughs> and then the next spot... I'm the ringmaster, goddammit. And the next spot, Marrow's in the corner and Austin goes over to get him and Marrow moves and he like eats shit on the top rope and I couldn't really tell what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he tried to do a high knee, but Mero moved, and he just, like, landed weird on the top rope or something. Basically that, yeah. Um, then there was a really bad spot of Austin, like, essentially getting him up for a powerbomb, which we're not 100% sure what it was, like, supposed to actually be, because maybe it was supposed to be this and maybe not. But he gets him up, and they stumble backwards to, to the, the ropes. ropes, and Austin maintains, like, you know, doesn't drop him or fall over. No. They stand back up. Then they kind of, they get, like, hung up in the ropes. Yeah, and then they sort of turn sideways, and Mero tries to do, like, a hurricanbrata over the top. Yeah. But, like, he goes over one way, and Austin sort of has to jump himself over and it just yeah. they just don't it doesn't look smooth. It wasn't pretty. But like if that was the plan, Austin was gonna have to have turned, turned 180 yeah. to get to the rope. So it was a really weird setup. Yeah, because the way they were going, because like Austin just like picked him up in a power bomb and then started backing up. I'm like, is he just gonna like dump him backwards over yeah. his head yeah. over the top? It was real strange. Yeah. Um then so once they go to the four, then they get back up. Mero goes to the apron and does a holy roller. Yep. Um, then when he they get back up to their feet, he climbs up to the apron. And when Austin gets up, he just does a straight up standing moonsault yeah. apron. Just floor. every kind of flip he can think of off the apron. Yep. I mean he is, he is super athletic, yep. so he can do these things. I mean you didn't see a lot of moonsaults then. Not Let alone no, no, apron yeah. moonsaults. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, 
at this point, there was like a weird moment where Goldust's butler came down and Usher. gave Lawler. Sorry, Goldust Usher came out and gave Lawler an envelope. Yeah. But, like, did we actually ever find out what it was? I, I think they, he, he's inviting him to fuck, as he oh. is with most of his... Invi- I mean, what Goldust invitation so far has not been him wanting to fuck that person? That is very true. Um, so there's a, a sling- Which means, I guess, Goldust is turning face? If he's going to do he's gonna something fuck with Lawler? Lawler? No, 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 because he's still gay. And at this point, gay guys are bad guys. <laughs> doesn't I matter. He, like, I guess you can't be a good guy and gay. I think you're actively turning Jerry Lawler face at this point. Okay. That's the plan. Um, there was a, a slingshot over the top body press that was pretty good. Yep. Um, and then Marrow goes to the top rope for something, and Austin climbs up and shoves him, and he goes just like hard dick first on the top. Yeah, rope. he like jumps a like, hundred, yeah. <laughs> hundred meters in the air, and like doesn't and lands like, on his doesn't dick. grab the rope to protect himself. Just like no, lands he, dick first and lands on the, hard on the mat and looks like he's actually in. He pain. breaks his fall with his dick. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then uh, Austin goes for the Stone Cold Stunner, but uh, like the match prior, uh, Mero holds the top rope to prevent him from taking it. Austin takes the bump. Mero goes out, does the slingshot in leg drop that actually looks good this time. Yep. Um, but then when he gets up to sort of like fire up the crowd, Austin chop blocks him. Uh, then Austin like immediately picks him up, just hits the stunner, no kick to the stomach. I was going to say, it's very jarring to see the stunner with no kick and before. And just bam, stunner, wins. Yeah. <laughs> Over. Uh, after that, we got Bob Backlund in the crowd, where Vince McMahon says, you're in the wrong country to be campaigning for president. Fair point by Vince, honestly. Um, which then Vince says, but we can campaign for Raw tomorrow night. So they give a rundown of the main event that, uh, Raw on the USA Network at 8.57 p.m. That's right. Eastern uh, time. Of, uh, Sean and Ahmed versus the Smoking Guns for the tag titles. Then the after that is a Goldust versus the Undertaker, where they followed up a casket match by having a regular wrestling, a match. wrestling match, as it should be. One man got put in a casket and then disappeared. So now let's grapple. <laughs> let's wrestle about it. <laughs> let's grapple away our problems. Yeah, um, that's what we do. We do we do grapple away our issues. Uh, so there a lot a lot going on in this match, good and bad. So Goldust has added a little bit of textured pattern to his gear. Yeah, uh, it's not just the matte bright gold. Uh, yeah. However, we decided that it makes him look dumpier. Yeah, if that's even possible, it makes it makes him look dumpier, and it's further up his ass. Well, oh yeah, he full on wedged himself, so everyone had to look at his ass, cakes. like his cakes, like <laughs> so much. Uh, so the, the beginning of the match is Goldust being scared of literally the everything the Undertaker does. He runs in and out of the ring like four or five times. The beginning of this match was the entirety of Goldust's match with Ultimate Warrior. Yes, yeah, for sure. Uh, eventually, he gets behind Jimmy Corderas and sort of like molests him while pushing him towards the Undertaker, yeah. which he doesn't appreciate. And then eventually, Goldust tries when the when Corderas gets out of the way, Goldust does the like big the grope yourself breathe in and Taker gives him an uppercut Goldust bumps and powders and then the crowd in the politest Vancouver Canadian way possible starts chanting 
are rest in peace yeah. as opposed to the Assume, American crowd Nebraska. who were chanting faggot at him. <laughs> so it's a real contrast of nations. Yeah. One is polite and wants they they see they don't they don't hate gold dust. They just really like the undertaker. Yeah. Whereas Nebraska hates. really hates gold yeah. dust and, and and likes whoever he's wrestling. Because that guy's not that guy's not uh, not openly gay. Yeah. Spoiler alert: all wrestlers are a little gay. Yeah. So uh, they. <clears throat> so why what, would what? you do wrestling if you weren't a little gay? Uh, yeah. The, why would you? If you had a. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a choice, why would you? Why would you choose to be gay? So once the match actually picks up. And they actually start interacting with one another. They, the, it's it's a, it's mostly Undertaker kicking his ass. Yeah. I mean, I guess as it should be. It's the Undertaker. They brawl to the floor where Undertaker goes to give him a choke slam on the stairs, but it <laughs> goes like, just how lands is this gonna work? ass stairs. first on the top of the stairs. Yeah, like even even if he was to take a back bump on the top of the stairs, there wasn't enough room. There's not enough room. He would he would have just homered himself on a fire hydrant. Yeah, there, there's no way if he actually landed on his back to not land on a corner of the no, stairs. No, absolutely not. So he just took the ass bump. Yeah. Um. I just I. Just sort of wrote that it got sloppy for a while. Like Goldust tries to do a baseball slide, but he doesn't really like make it all the way. Yeah. And then when he's when his legs are dangling out of the ring, he just sort of like throws a front kick at the Undertaker <laughs> yeah. to get him away from him. Just, stop it. <laughs> then uh, he as Taker's down, he picks up the stairs. Then he struggles to get apart. Yeah, the stairs used to be heavier. Yeah, the stairs are are not meant to be used as a weapon. Whereas now you can pick them up with one hand. Yeah. Um. So he gets it and. The aluminum foil now yeah pretty much you can't they're not they're, they're show stairs yeah they're not usable uh he picks up the stairs and like slams it on Undertaker's back like pretty hard yeah uh that's but i mean that's wrestling uh so they they get back in the ring undertaker starts to get back up and he goes to pick up uh gold dust for like essentially for the tombs to set him yeah. up for the tombstone but gold dust doesn't really go up really that go. well so taker just sort of like puts him back down on his feet and gives him an inside cradle small package. or small package i mean what do you call what do you call an inside cradle i think an inside cradle is a schoolboy not a small package uh. they they often seem to call it a small package on wwe but in in my head an inside cradle is a schoolboy but hmm. I think See, my my inside uh, my thoughts on inside cradle are you when you hook the leg and cradle him from the inside and yeah. pull him down. I mean, you can absolutely make right. a case for it. It's just in my head, it's a sure. schoolboy. Okay, then he hits he hits what Drew is calling an inside cradle. Yeah, and also you, Vince McMahon you, called an inside cradle. Yes, you, like you would also call that a small package, right? True. Like there's no yeah. debate no. what a small package. Yeah, it's also a small package, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is like it blew my mind, completely blew my mind, and it blew Vince McMahon's mind. Like, Absolutely. Vince openly said that's, or maybe Jr. said it. That is the first time I've ever seen the Undertaker do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which is great because it means Taker knows how to work. Yep. Um, but then he so just th- hasn't had to they, in like eight yeah. years. They uh they 
they do it again. They, 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 he, Goldust kicks out. Taker gets him up, hits the tombstone, and then goes for the pin. But the referee is a little slow on purpose. Real slow. Because as Taker hits the tombstone and is going for the pin, uh, Mankind pops out from, uh, from through the apron, or through the, the canvas. Yeah, the ring gives birth to but him. But Taker's kind of a little bit too far for him. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if Taker was just out of place or he thought the hole was closer to the middle. Yeah. Um, so Mankind sort of has to, like, reach really far to just grab Taker's foot. Yeah. Taker turns around. Mankind gives him the mandible claw, drags him through the hole. Uh, the match is DQ. Taker by DQ. Taker by DQ. Then uh, smoke starts coming out of the hole. Then Mankind climbs out. Then Taker's music starts playing. <laughs> and Mankind is sort of, like, making those squealy pig noises that he makes. Yeah. And pulling out his hair and whatever. He could have been the third Godwin. He could have been the third in, Godwin. <laughs> he could have been Fatty A. He could have been Fatty A. Uh, except for he's a skinny boy at this time. Or even Ned Eye. Or Ned Eye. Uh, he so yeah Taker's music keeps playing more smoke is coming out of the hole the lights are sort of flickering and then from the opposite corner behind Mankind Taker pops up through his own hole so P.S. the ring is just destroyed at this oh point. it's just full there's of holes there's two giant holes yeah, it's, in the it's ring. full of holes um yeah, Taker climbs out, starts beating the shit out of Mankind. They fight all the way to the back. Uh, and then we get a uh, SummerSlam promo, which is like a, the wrestlers doing like Olympic uh, events of Ahmed Johnson running through hurdles. Shawn Michaels doing a high jump. Uh, Vader doing something and winning a medal, but I don't think they actually showed it. Anyways, it was it's a pretty fun. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty fun video package. Um, so they come back because it's an Olympic year. It's Olympic it's, year. It's, it's, oh, it's Atlanta. It's, it's Atlanta. Atlanta bombing. Yeah, it's Atlanta. Um, it's Richard Jewell time. It's, uh, well, you know what? I'm, I'm also in law enforcement, so if you <laughs> need any help, like, I'll to- I'm totally there for you. Just shut up and don't say anything. Okay, but, like, just so you know, like, I, I'm totally in law enforcement. And, yeah. Oh, I can't believe he didn't end up going to prison. Like, what a dumbass. <laughs> um... So as they come back from the promo, Vince says to Lawler and JR, can you even believe what we just saw in reference to Undertaker and Mankind? The guy in the crowd behind Vince says, I can believe it. <laughs> like very, very audibly. Uh, so then they cut to something else. And then when they cut back, you see security now standing behind the commentary booth and all those guys are sitting down. Yeah. But Lawler is apparently very mad at and the guy sitting behind him. One of them him is bleeding. Because Lawler has like openly says like, you know, like something about like, I'm I'm going to sock this guy and then he's going to get thrown out of the building or yeah. something. Um, I think one of those things might have happened. <laughs> Lawler might have socked that guy and that's when they cut. Uh, so backstage they show Taker and Mankind still fighting but now they're in the boiler room. Um, when they're brawling in the boiler room the cameraman gets knocked down so they lose the feed yeah. and you can hear somebody screaming bloody murder but we couldn't tell it, who it was. But it was. wasn't Mankind Undertaker or, or Paul, Paul Bearer. Bearer. So like maybe there was just someone else in there that they murdered. Um, or the ca- maybe it was the cameraman. Maybe it was the cameraman screaming like a little girl. Yeah. Uh, so then they come back to ringside again because obviously they're replacing the ring, like fixing the holes in the canvas. Um, and just Undertaker's smoke is still just pouring out from under the ring. And like all three commentators are visibly annoyed. By yeah, it. visibly, and to the point where Lawler even says, "Like, God, you think the ring is, is the on ring fire? on fire?" <laughs> He's so actively angry at this that he has to sit there just through this smoke. Pretty funny. Yeah. 
Uh, so now we get, like, I don't know, maybe the the lamest, gayest pro- backstage promo of all time with the people's posse yep. uh, of, of Sean, Ahmed, and Sid. Uh, Ahmed is wearing some weird, like, sp- uh, airbrushed, airbrushed shirt poncho? poncho thing with their faces on it. It looks real weird. Um... Yeah, it, it was just a series of like really lame, like what what Nash and Michaels would do when they were the two dudes with attitudes. But yeah. now there's three of them, and the other an two people. Guy. You know what? I wish I had an airbrush guy. I'm sure you could find one, but I think it's expensive. Yeah, I wish yeah. I had a cheap or free airbrush guy. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's the move. Get some sick gear spray painted. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Or me. Or just you, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they cut their really lame, just, like, stupid, trying-to-be-cool-funny-guys promo, but it's awful. Yeah, no, 90s coolness doesn't translate well now, and maybe didn't then. I don't know if, yeah, I don't think it did then It might either. have been lame then. I think it's always been lame. Yeah. Uh, so, n- now we get to the actual match, uh, which has the, the baby faces entering first. The, it, with the world champion being with the, the very yeah, first. Yeah, so Sean comes out as he's walking down the re- entranceway, uh, part of the guardrail just Im- implodes. Yeah. And all of the people leaning up against it just like, fall into the entrance, the entranceway. Yeah. So then, of course, like a bunch of them get up and they're like hugging Sean. He's sort of like chuckling as security runs over to like stop everybody. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, all the faces come out, then all the heels come out. We start off with what's going to be Vader and Ahmed, but then Vader's like, fucking give me Sean. Give me that little. Give me the twink. Give me the twink, bitch. Uh, so they start off. It's, it, it's nothing. At one point, like, you know, within the first spot of the match, Vader's immediately fixing his mask. Um, So, yeah, I mean, this is a real, uh, it's a tale of two matches. Because there's tons of, like, really cool stuff, but also some really boring, like, rest holds and then also, like, triple heat. They get heat on Sean. For 40 minutes. For so long. Yeah. There's a uh, so Sean hits a, a a fucking hurricane rana on Vader, yeah. which is insane to think. Uh, then Sean hits a big house show dive onto Vader. Uh, then when they get back in the ring and are brawling, Sean makes the tag to Sid, who is the most over man in he the history of professional is wrestling. The like king the last time here. he was there, he was a hated heel, yeah. and now he's the most over babyface. We love it with these hilarious like huge wind oh up punches. God. Biggest wind up for no punch with like these little pillow taps. Fucking love it. Pull it all the way back, barely make contact. Pull it all the way back, barely barely make contact. It's it's amazing. And then he grabs Vader's arm, like sort of in an arm ringer, and just starts doing like you know close leg like kicks to the tit, just like that. Also don't touch him. That also don't touch him, but look hilarious. Uh, Yeah, it's it's literally just it's just Sid kicking ass. The the lightest clotheslines you've ever seen. Bulldog runs in, eats a eats a clothesline. Owen World runs in, eats a and, and he's super hyped up. And then uh, Ahmed and Sean come in and talk. At that point, out. we realize that the safest and unsafest workers in the company are on the same team right now. Oh yeah, and just like or like you know, th- three of the most insane workers of Bulldog Vader and Ahmed are in this match, and then like the lightest worker of yeah. and like you know what, probably even Owen too. Like I would imagine for the most part, Owen is like the safest worker. Oh, Owen, other not. than the one time he wasn't safe. <laughs> he, did, he did do a bad one with Steve. <laughs> he did do a bad one. He did one bad. Everything else, very safe. Yeah. So after uh, after Sid's kicking some total ass, uh, he tags in Ahmed. Uh, Ahmed does some of the worst 
rolling German suplexes that have ever been done. I by honestly a think human bar being. none the worst. Bar none the worst. Because like, it's Brock, not Brock like, Lesnar doing them against the worst guy. Mm. Still, well, not, not as weird. As it's these. not like Ahmed was probably ever taught how to do no, a German no, I'm, suplex. I guarantee you, he he just saw a tape of Benoit doing it once. Yeah. He's like, shit, I'm gonna do that. Just grab a guy by the waist and yeah. sort of throw him over your shoulder. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was. Yeah, like they it's, were. It's awful. not centered at all. It's all over to the side. Yeah, the guy lands on his own shoulder every time. Mm-hmm. So then. Uh, so he does those to Owen, and then Owen manages to get over and make a hot, they tag the bulldog. When Bulldog comes in, he takes a press Ugh. slam and he takes a Pearl River plunge. And both of them, he puts his fucking arm down before he hits the and mat. And spine buster. Oh, sorry, spine yeah. buster and the. There, there are three. It was, it was, was it all three? Yeah, it was all three. Yeah. Press slam, arm down. Spine buster, arm down. <laughs> Pervert plunge, arm down. Yeah. Like, Stop it. What the fuck? That's how you get hurt. Yeah. Unless you're actively already hurt and no one knows it. Um, so... Yeah. It hurts less just to yeah. land nicely on your back. Just don't, take the bump. Don't tense up. Don't put your elbows back. It's going to be worse. Uh, like, there, there's no way that you putting a body part down to try and stop your fall is going to hurt less than yeah. just landing flat-backed on the just mat. Distribute your weight. Look, th- this is wrestling class time now. Oh, are we an educational podcast We're an again? educational podcast. Sick. Um, so yeah, Ahmed beats a bulldog. Bulldog makes a tag to Vader. Uh, Ahmed gets him in the corner and does some of the most oh, amazing, this fucking momentum sick swinging clubs, windmill punch. Just no, like even like, even as never loses speed. Even as he's hitting Vader, yeah. his hand is still going past Vader and yeah, back the, around. Like, the, the contact provides zero friction. Yeah, he just keeps going. just keeps going, and he does like twenty of them. Gets chops Vader all the way down, starts doing some kicks. Oh, he's fucking hilarious. It's very funny. Uh, we then realize that Ahmed is wearing double thigh pads and no knee pads. Yeah, both sets of pads are above the knee. Above the knee. It, you look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, then eventually Vader cuts off Ahmed, hits like a big splash in the corner. He tags in Owen. Owen hits a, uh, like whips whips Ahmed off the ropes and hits a giant jumping spinning heel kick, yep. which Ahmed decides to oh. sell by jumping in the air and then landing on his knees. On his knees. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, that makes sense momentum wise. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. how you sell getting hit in the face is you go up and then straight down. <laughs> Uh, so then, you know, uh, some more stuff. Ahmed makes a tag to Sid. Sid comes in and does some stuff, but then he uh, becomes the face in peril. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sid gets getting his ass kicked by, like, Owen Hart and Bulldog is kind of silly. Yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't really last that long because short. then he gets the hot tag to Sean. Uh, Sean comes in and is a house of fire. He, Him and Bulldog do some stuff where he whips Bulldog off the ropes and accidentally runs into Vader and knocks him off the apron. Then he... He goes for, uh, he hits a, maybe a scoop slam yeah. on Bulldog, goes for the pin, Owen runs in to hit an elbow drop, he hits Bulldog, yeah. um, then... Uh, that was well-timed. That was well-timed, very good. Owen, Owen and Bulldog always have good timing with each other. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, eventually Owen gets tagged back in, then Owen and Sean, like, 14 minutes into this match, Do decided like, to start doing a bunch of openings, cruiserweight work. An opening sequence. Yeah, <laughs> opening, like, you know, chain wrestling flips, counters. It was like, good. It was very good. Just but, oddly like, placed. Just like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And then so you go from this like really high fast paced like fun action between Owen and Sean to Vader putting on a rest hold oh, that does literally my nothing. Fucking god. It was neither a bear hug nor a head and arm choke. It was half and half but yeah. but worse. It was a it was a Christian side hug. Yes. And so th- this, he had it, he must have had it on for five minutes. So, it felt oh like. God, so long. So at some point, a fan jumps the barricade. A fan who could take no more. To jump up on the apron to, to save Sean. Uh, gets chased off by Bulldog and, like, security. Uh, and I think gets away. Because the crowd, like, watches him run through the crowd. Like, they all turn to watch. So yeah. good for him. Um, but then, event- so, so after this has been on Sean forever, Sean finally fights his way out, runs off the ropes, eats a big body avalanche takes the bump, and then just out of nowhere, Ahmed runs in and fucking clobbers Vader oh with a clothesline, God. yells at the ref, and I said to Scott, I hope that wasn't the spot, <laughs> and Ahmed was just annoyed Ahmed with not bored. being able to wrestle. Like, he was so bored standing on the apron, <laughs> yeah. he had to run in and clobber Sean, or clobber Vader. And he he really got <laughs> he him. him. He made good that contact. That was a big clothesline, yeah. <laughs> um... Then, yeah, then eventually uh, Bulldog goes and picks up Sean. Like, at first, it almost seems like a pile driver, but yeah. he, he, like, gets him up. He and picked then... him up vertical, and then a little past vertical. I'm like, what's what he doing? You can't do a powerbomb here, Bulldog. There are two people in this match who do more powerbombs than you. What are you, so, what are what you, you doing, doing, Marv? Then he finally gets him up over shoulder to, like, Canadian backbreak. What are you doing, Marv? Yeah. Yeah, gets him, yeah, finally gets him in a Canadian backbreaker, but it was like a labored get him in a Canadian backbreaker. Yeah. Like it was a real struggle to get him to that position. Anyways, they they uh, gets him down, uh, gets him in the backbreaker, they get out of it. Um, so th- at this point we're like, okay, we're getting towards like Sean's been getting his ass kicked Sean for making a hot tag. However long. So we're like, okay, Sean needs to get the hot tag to presumably Sid. He's in there with Bulldog. He's wrestled Bulldog the last two shows. That's right. So, and in both those matches, he has hit a catch the foot and Zaguri, and Bulldog takes the quickest, the like snappiest, somersault like bump. somersault bump on it. So, of course, we're like, all we fucking want this, is for you is to the catch the kick to set up the hot and hit the end Zaguri. They had three opportunities to do it, and they didn't do it any of the three yeah, times. Yeah, he's in with Bulldog, then, like... Bulldog just straight up hits the running power slam. Yeah, we underestimate how long the heat is going, then, yeah, Bulldog hits his finisher... Uh, like Owen's tagged in, Vader's tagged in, Bulldog's tagged back in. We're like, okay, we got him again. He's got to do it now. It never happens. Spoiler. Yeah, so Bulldog hit, hits the running power slam. Uh, then as the ref is counting, Sid oh gets in the ring, now this... jumps over the referee to run the ropes. Yeah, students, this is take note here. This, this is, is a master class of breaking up pins. Never, don't break up a pin too fast. Be sure to use all almost three seconds of a pin <laughs> in order to do everything yeah. you need to do to break it up in the best way possible. When you see your buddy, your buddy the world champion in there getting pinned, don't just run in and do a leg drop on the guy pinning yeah. him. You run in there, you jump over the ref, you hit the far ropes, you run back, and you hit a big old leg drop. Big ass him. leg drop. Um... Then, uh, yeah, so he breaks that up, and then as he goes back to the corner. 
Ref misses the hot tag because Cornette's distracting the referee. So he gets the hot tag to uh, gets the tag to Ahmed, but Ahmed gets cut off. Then so then we're like, okay, good. Now you can hit the Enziguri. Yes, uh, doesn't happen. No. So eventually, Sean gets the hot tag to Sid, who is still the hottest baby faces of all time. Absolutely. He hits choke slam on Vader. He hits choke slam on Owen. He hits labored choke slam on Bulldog because he doesn't jump for him. Yeah. Then he immediately tags in Ahmed. Uh, Ahmed does some stuff and then. And he goes outside to sort of brawl with Vader, to which point Sean tries to pin, and we're like, eh, Ahmed's the legal man, but it doesn't appear that anyone cares. No. Because at this point, it's out the window. Uh, so now they're all kind of brawling. Uh, Cornette throws the racket into Vader. Uh, Vader misses it. Sean takes it and clobbers him with it. Yep. And then he goes to set up sweet chin music. Uh, as he's in the corner tuning up the band, Cornette grabs his foot. Uh, Vader crushes him in the corner. And then Cornette sees Jose Lothario pull another switchblade. Pulls a switchblade on him because <laughs> he's a dirty Latino. Uh, Vader goes up top, hits the Vader bomb, and uh, pins Sean. Pins a champ. Technically clean. However, Sean's foot is under the rope. Of course. But why? It's probably not on purpose. Or maybe it is on purpose. I mean, Who it's on purpose it? by Sean. I mean, I it's don't Sean. think it's on purpose yeah. by the booking. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Camp Cornette wins. Uh, they celebrate in the ring. However, the faces come back in. Oh, no, sorry. They celebrate in the ring. They uh, show the replay of the Vader bomb. Yeah. And then the faces come back in and kick some fucking ass. Yes. They, so Sid grabs Bulldog, uh, hits, goes for a powerbomb, which Bulldog puts his fucking arm down for again. <sighs> um, then Sid grabs Owen, and we're like, okay, don't worry. Owen will take a good one. And Owen takes a very good one. Um, then, then he grabs Vader he to grabs Vader. him. I'm like, look. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> Look, this isn't happening. You're uh, you're a very tall, very muscular man. But Vader's center of gravity is very low, <laughs> and you have to Vader's go from center a, of gravity is underground. You have to go from a bent over position, yeah. to get him up. Now, even if Ahmed helped you, I yeah. still don't think you're power bombing Vader. Uh, luckily for him, a Bulldog and Owen both no sold the power bombs. <laughs> they they took immediately popped to, to their save feet. Vader. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they drag Vader out of the ring, and once they get Vader out, Sean does a big uh, like dive over the top. That was good. Uh, Vader, which it, yeah looked great. Which Vader could have caught him out of the air and held him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they, they do some big brawling. They get pulled apart. They leave. Faces in the ring. They celebrate big with big baby face Sid. Uh, then we get a the home video release. Uh, backstage yes. with Gorilla Monsoon, uh, where Handsome Doc Hendricks asks him if uh, he can announce any matches for SummerSlam, which he uh, he says that due to actions of Taker and Mankind brawling, uh, they will be having a boiler room brawl where the match will start in the boiler room, and then it's up to them where it ends. I hope nobody gets betrayed in that oh, match. Oh, I hope that no one's father, wink, wink, turns on them to join a creepy weird guy hmm mm. uh, yeah people will not know who that is um yeah so that was in your house nine international incident yeah it was a I don't know it's an okay at best show probably below average actually but had I seen this live at 13, I would have thought it was the best shit I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, seen. for sure. Yeah, I would have been so hyped if I I would have been alive. very into this if I saw it in person. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I was too young and had parents that hated wrestling. Yeah. But in uh, some some weeks, we will 
hit uh, what what ended up being my first live wrestling show in your house, Rock Bottom. Rock Bottom. Also, Rock a, Power Bottom. Also, a bad show. <laughs> also, a bad show. I, there, there, look, look, there's a lot of bad shows that we're going to be doing in there before we finish this season. Not every in your house is a winner. Not everyone is any in your house. Uh, 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 there's, can, there's a few. Actually, a different Canadian one is an absolute winner. There, there, yeah, and there's also a few that have like iconic matches on them. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of the show might not be great. Yeah, there's not a lot of great overall shows, but there are definitely some bangers. Yes, which, for sure. which we've had already. Yeah, for we've sure. Some good ones. Yeah. We'll, uh, have to, we'll have to do a list of best in your house matches at the end. Yeah, I think we could do we could probably do that. Yeah. For sure. Uh, you know, when we finish this in October. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucked her. Uh Anyways, so, in your house nine, in the international yeah. incident. Stay tuned for some 2010 Oscars on Thursday and some in your house ten next Monday, probably with a special guest. We'll see. We'll and, see. And if well, there's not, tell you who though. If there's not, forget I said anything. Or or, or ridicule Scott when nobody or else is on the podcast. Be angry at me when nobody shows up. Don't make promises you can't keep, Ab- dumbass. Absolutely, and just remember that the secret letter is why. Goodbye.